0: All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm back here with a returning guest. I think this is probably your, what your fourth appearance on the show, maybe more. Um, you you've been on a bit.
1: Uh, I think probably the fourth, maybe yeah. the fifth, maybe but the fifth.
0: We've been doing these at kind of regular intervals though, and it seems like every time I I have you on the show, you have something interesting going on with the band and something <laughs> to talk about. So it's not like you were just filling time, you know, by <laughs> having you on over and over again. Yeah, it, it seems well, to be working I... out chronologically.
1: Yeah, we definitely, I definitely keep the band busy and I'm always looking for like, you know, uh, what is it, stasis is like death, you know, like, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You gotta gotta keep busy.
0: And so I feel like I've asked you to introduce yourself so many times on this show, so I'm just gonna do it. You're Ed, you're in Apollo Suns, Uh, you've been doing this band for for a number of years now and uh, I guess the biggest news is that you have this new LP coming out, um, which has been kind of in the works for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean we started working on it before the pandemic. Like we had three or four of the songs kind of loosely written. They're still in their very uh embryonic stages and um and then over the pandemic we wrote a lot of it like over Zoom meetings where we would like put up an interface and like a digital recording kind of like system and then we would like program instruments as we were writing. Okay. Be like okay, what do we want to hear here? Uh, So a lot of it was written that way, or like bouncing demos back and forth and just kind of giving each other notes. Uh, And and then it was about six months of rehearsing it. So it's, it's been the longest pre-production time of any album. And I think it shows for better or for worse. (laughs) You know, Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's been in the works for a while, so it's very nice to get it out.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's got to be kind of rewarding to see it finally, uh, especially because you're releasing on vinyl this time, too. That's that's like another sort of added exciting element to it.
1: Yeah, on vinyl and with like a Canadian label and... um... Oh, the vinyl looks so good. Uh, the The artwork, the artist did such a good job. Samantha Schultz from San Diego, uh, just like this artist I found off Instagram. Uh, yeah, and it's it's nice. It's it's nice to like. I really like the idea of like holding it, like the the like the 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 textile. Like you can literally hold your music. Yeah. it's it's nice
0: it is cool yeah Yeah. there's i mean as someone who like obsesses over physical music it's nice to see too that uh especially in this day and age where you know it's hard to put out vinyl like it's 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 for a lot of bands i mean this is the first one you guys have done and you've been a band for a long time now so it's uh it's a big deal right
1: yeah yeah i mean this is our first like full-length album like we've done three eps uh and a couple like digital live albums and whatnot but yeah this is our first full-length and um It was nice. It's really nice because we, like, took a lot of time to, like, do the track listing and write songs that would go into each other, especially for the vinyl. Like, side A and side B are very, like, you can tell their sides, you know, like, it's like, and then a couple of the songs have, like, returning melodies, like, kind of, like, overtures that, like, so to keep the continuity of the album, like, just, yeah, so... It was really cool, like, writing for an album.
0: Yeah, the programming is important when you're when you're putting out an album that is meant to be listened to from yeah. start to finish, right? So, uh, I mean, I don't know if I've asked you this before, but I know I've asked other people this question before. How do you sort of plan for that when you know a lot of people aren't going to listen to it that way? I mean, whether you want to sell records over downloads or over individual songs being sold, you know that in this day and age, a lot of people are just going to sort of pick and choose. Does that yeah. affect sort of the... the, the, the not um, not the goal of it, but like kind of the the original planning of, of what you want this whole piece to sound like.
1: Oh, man, honestly, for me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I guess it's like I and we've had this discussion a lot internally in the band yeah, yeah. Like, even even when we're mixing the album or when we're writing it, at every stage of production and like creation of the albums or the songs, we're like, I've just kind of come to the point where I'm like, everyone listens to their song. uh, Most people listen to songs in really not great ways. You know, like people are using like um, laptop speakers or their phone speakers. And it's like, man, like a lot of music is mixed stereo. And if you don't have that like a good set of headphones or cans or a good system so much magic is lost in that so whenever like i've kind of been like you know what let's record it mix it put as much like thought into the programming of it as we want to because ultimately like if we don't like it like that would be a shame to me. <laughs> you know, so like, it's hard so, to hard to hard to tell um, someone
0: else to listen to it too, if you if you're not into it, right? Like you want to be Yeah you want to be proud of what you're putting out there.
1: Yeah, and I mean like obviously people are gonna listen to singles, but um I think we're lucky because I mean we have a pretty diverse demographic so we will have a lot of like you know like the, like the old jazzers and like yeah. the people that were into prog rock and into zappa or into like Mahavishnu orchestra and they'll listen to the album like i have had we've already kind of been selling them on the road like uh for places we're not returning okay. to with the album tour so i was like you know what we have the vinyl let's sell it we're not going to be back in sacramento for instance until next year so let's just sell it so I've you know we've been selling it and then we've uh w- we've had people like message the band being like you know being like they're, they're listening to the full album so we'll have people that will dig into the full album and we'll have people that will listen to our singles and we'll have people that don't listen to us at all and we'll come to live shows because like oh this is a fun live band right so people I guess it's like every artist I guess has to get over the Idea of like what I think is appropriate way to experience things, or what I think is the most optimal, or like the most truest, or whatever. Every that is that statement is different for everyone. So some people are going to listen to the songs and not connect the dots of of the continuity of the album, and I think that's a shame. Yeah, but whatever they want to do, it's whatever, however they want to consume it. But um. I really hope that people give the album a full listen, front to back, because I because we put a lot of work into it, and and I really think like I'm I'm so excited because like the 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 first song and the last song connect, cool. and you can listen to them in a loop, um, which we kind of did on purpose. Uh, there's actually us singing. Um, there's a little bit of vocals on the album in a really weird way um that is non-traditional so i'm really excited that um there's a little bit of easter eggs and there's like a little hidden track in there that you have to wait kind of like for the song to start and um and i really hope that people like you know because back in the day like even when when you listen to records you know you'll like you know you'll you'll put the record on and, and you'll have to wait until it's over and sometimes it'll be slow and there's sometimes those little like hidden tracks yeah. in there and you're like oh man how did i had i flipped that record over too soon you would have missed it. i wouldn't have gotten that yeah so yeah i guess the rambly i guess the non-rambly answer is yes we do think about these things but um i'm here i think creating music or any piece of art is a community-based activity but i also have to love it for myself as well and stand and and live with it you know mm-hmm.
0: I imagine, I'm not sure if this is the case, but it sounds like you're the type of band that attracts people who are willing to sit down and give something that thorough listen with on good headphones or on a good stereo and just kind of become immersed in it. Because, you know, a lot of the the types of music that you relate to, I mean, the Mahavishnu Orchestra, for example, no one's hearing one single from that on Spotify and that's it, right? Like, I mean, you have the record, you're sitting down, you're like, you know, full doing the full uh, immersion in it. So I think that Mm -hmm. you're playing the right kind of music for uh, an LP that's been yeah. you know, carefully programmed and, and carefully put together.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, and it's, I think there's like a misconception of like, cause I want to go, I'm going for something that can stand up, you know, I, the pro God, not to sound like old man yells at clouds. Not that I think I am that person, but it's like, there's a lot of stuff out there that, I I don't think we'll be remembered five minutes from now, much less five years or 50 years where like, there's a lot of great stuff coming out today, but there's a lot of shit. Like, 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 oh my God. Like the, the amount of plastic entertainment based trendy fad shit is insane. And like, and, and I'm sure there was back in the day and we just don't hear about it now, but like, I don't know, like, there's, I just, I want to create something that hopefully someone will remember, like, 50 years from now, and, and I think you can do that in having a concise, like, single stuff, but also, like, I don't know, so, man, I don't, I can't remember what my point is, but, like, it's not, you know, we're not trying to write, like, these, like, like, Big opus symphony like crazy long tunes like there's a bunch of short songs on there that you can listen song by song and and, and you'll get the album but it's also like there is a continuity to them as well Well, like a flow.
0: I, I think you're right though that there 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 is it does seem like there's more of that throwaway stuff now because like it's like the double edged sword of the internet right I mean on one hand everyone mm-hmm. can put music out there, which is great because some people are doing amazing things and maybe they don't have access to, to resources like a studio or, 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 or you know, yeah. any of that stuff. But, and then the other hand is that everyone can put out music. And a lot of people maybe shouldn't be putting out music yet, or, or maybe not at all. I mean, they, everyone should be doing it if they yeah. want to do it, but it, there's, it, it it clutters things, right? So, I mean, you know, before there might've been 10 albums to choose from. Now there's 150 albums to choose from and it makes it harder to find the, the stuff that is going to last.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, like, back in the day, you would buy maybe a month, you could afford, like, five records. totally, And those were your records for the month. You would listen to those multiple times on, like, you would have the same record, like Aaron Bartel, our saxophone player, he has, like, still a CD player in his car, and he'll have the same CD in his car for, like, a month, and I he'll, that. like, listen to that CD over and over again, and and you had time. a lot of i you know obviously our attention spans are shorter because of the commodification of content you're you're we're programmed to just get as much stuff out as possible because that's how you that's how you reach or may or train the algorithm or how you make money is by like you know because we live in a capitalist like consumer culture of course you have to continue but a lot of great stuff that i connect with takes time yeah and it takes time and multiple views, like, and you're not going to get every all the information. It's, it's like a Mars Volta album. Yes, you need to yes. listen to Mars Volta like 20 times.
0: Yeah. Do it like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then you pull it out a year later and listen to it again for the first time in a year, and you discover seven yeah. different things per track that you didn't even realize were there before. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. I. I it's kind of like when you, like, binge watch shows now, which which is a shame because, like, what I loved about the episodic or the week by week is like, you get to talk to your friends or talk about theories or do this, where it's like, I've been rewatching the Simpsons and, and there are so many new nuances that I'm catching now on like the 20th watch of stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, there's like, there's like seven layers of social commentary of, of, of Reaganomics. (laughs) You're like, damn, like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) you know. Well, yeah, because you used to have time to be
0: able to sort of sit with something, right, and and fully yeah. grasp what it's about and and think about it and give it that 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 thought, which it doesn't happen yeah. anymore. Because yeah, if you're binging a show, you're trying to get as many in before you fall asleep, <laughs> rather than yeah. just sitting with the one and and, and and giving it the the necessary time.
1: But, but what I like now is I've I find that in conversations with a lot of more. People and like now having the ability to like connect and like be playing all over yeah and having as many conversations and meeting all these lovely people i find that like people are now learning again to slow down and the kind of and i love that it's like kind of a fuck you to like consume consume it's like no i'm going to slow down and i'm going to take my time with stuff and i'm not going to I'm not gonna consume, consume, consume. I'm going to take my time and envelop myself in this one thing. And I think it's great. People are learning how to breathe again, you know? Yeah. It's like...
0: Yeah, it's nice yeah. It's nice to anyway. see. When that happens, it is nice to see for sure, for sure. One of the things about your band I think has kind of always been the case is that you've been sort of uh, pandemic aside, non-stop touring like to the point of ridiculousness <laughs> yeah. and so you have this new record out, <laughs> obviously that's something that's coming up again I'm sure is heading back out on the road to promote this thing yeah. um, what is is it different kind of going out there now that you have this record does that change things at all? Uh, instead of kind of touring on EPs or or you know, just did a few songs here and there
1: Uh, I I don't know. It might. But I think it's just like, we're not like an album cycle band you right now. Like we always have stuff coming out. We always have new merch coming out. So there's always like, and we hit so many markets that by the time we do like the loop of like the 20 markets of North America and like the 20 regions, it's already like, oh, we already have new stuff coming out by the time we like circle back and like uh, and we're still new to a lot of people. Sure. Like obviously like like in North America, there's what almost like 400 million people. Like so it's like, you know, we're always discovering new. But yeah, it. it I find there is a certain like this balance of like you don't want to go back to the same place too many times without anything new. Yeah. Or it's like I find I find I, I find I'm I, I'm feeling this with Winnipeg, is that we've played the park theater, we've packed the park theater, we've done the um the West End and we've packed that and now we're doing two nights at the Goodwill. So we're kind of like looking for different opportunities of like we want to set up events more so. So I feel like after this album run when we're like solidifying those um, other markets like those other cities in North America, I kind of want to be like, let's, let's do something cool, yeah. you know, like not just a venue show, like, and venue shows are fun. Like they're great. And there's so much fun, but it's like, let's do more uh, experiential things. And, and we're kind of like, that's what we are trying to do with this album release. But man, the, the city is so hard to work with. Yeah. Like, like you get permits and find out who owns what property. and like, Oh, my God. The Winnipeg, I don't know. Like, there's some really cool p- people here. But, man, the city does not want to work with you to do anything cool. Like, anyway, but, I, I mean, there is stuff. Like, obviously, New York Blanche, all these yeah, festivals. Yeah, and yeah there, there's tons of – but, man, like, if you don't know the person, it's, like, a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so – um, well, and you're you're yeah. a, good,
0: a good band for for having that kind of experiential thing too. I think because yeah. you already sort of have. I mean, not sort of. You already have a visual identity just based on sort of the style of. of, of album work, i mean this new one included and the, the the covers of your other eps and and the merch you have there's this kind of cosmic yeah sort of vibe to it and and you know instrumental music too it, people are sort of putting whatever story behind it that they're hearing so you can definitely it's it's not as mm. sort of direct in that way as, as as songs with lyrics so you can yeah kind of create a whole world around it
1: yeah and um what also works in our favor is that we are becoming more of like I don't want to use the word, well, I will, like, more jammy. So it's like our sets are different every night. Like, we pick different songs. We'll go in all different ways. It's not a plug-and-play. Like, some bands I know where it's the same set, it's a plug-and-play. They have pedals and triggers for everything. Yeah. Half of them don't even play. (laughs) They have tracks and shit. (laughs) Not that I'm going to shit-talk anyone. Like, tracks are great, but it's like, you know. Um, it's a different. <laughs> I thing, know though, some yeah, bands yeah. that, yeah, like, like like some people have like they have a program that automates turning on and off their pedals on and off, and I'm like, man, what? For me, that's crazy you got because like for that. everything is different. Yeah, <laughs> everything <laughs> is different night to night. How I'm feeling is different day to day. So my my expression or what I want to express is different yeah. every day for It could have been my coffee sucked that morning. So now I'm in a shit mood and all my solos are going to sound like I'm in a shit mood or I could have had a really lovely nature walk and before the show and now it's going to be a really nice, lovely show. So, um, yeah, we kind of like every show is a little different and, uh, which is great because our like the community that we have, are the demographic and the people that listen to us love that shit yeah especially in the u.s man the jam band scene in the u.s is is, it's it's like (laughs) pretty stereotypical hippie cringe at times but also like man those people are supportive and like they are in like they like if they love you they they love you like they're it's super cool and they're very supportive Um, but uh, yeah. So I don't know if I don't like. Obviously, we can tour too much. Like we're we're always learning about like what makes sense for our band, what's going to be the most optimal, and how to for both us personally, professionally, mentally, emotionally, all that stuff, and allow us to like still put out new music, still record, still tour. But man, uh, there are some bands in the in all over the world that play like three hundred days a year and that's like so you know we we're a busy band for a canadian band but canadian bands don't tour a lot you know like other than just around canada our, yeah. yeah yeah compared to our uh, southern friends um yeah
0: you said a few minutes ago I thought was interesting about um, sort of the tone of your playing based on your day, right? I mean, like, you know, your coffee was was gross, so you decided to, uh, you play a little more angrily or a little more edge on it, right? How do you decide, I mean, if that's changing night to night, and that's not just you, that's everyone in the band, right? I mean, you, you could have uh, oh, yeah. a more aggressive sax part in a song because he's had a shit day, right? So how do you decide then at that point which which versions of that sound is going to get into the studio? Like, I mean, is there, because the songs are the same, but they're approached differently every night, depends depending on, on mood and feel and vibe, right? So how do you know when right. the take is the right one for the recorded version that people are going to hear over and over and over again?
1: Man, I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> is that, like, one of those unanswerable
1: questions? or I think it's one of those, like, universally, like... You'll know in the minute, you know? Right, right. You'll know, you can't explain it. Uh, it's one of, like, the oldest questions in time you know like 42 you know like whatever <laughs> um, but um i i can tell you for departures it was not like that we had worked out our parts so like departures is the name of the new album yeah, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know out there um we had worked out a lot of the music beforehand and there was like there was a lot of improvisation mo- mainly in the solos but there's yeah. not any long form parts like everything is pretty to the like To like you know we cued some stuff in the studio with hand gestures or like you know like like we definitely did that but like it was a lot of like um composed stuff because we had so much time to do pre-production so that wasn't really the set you know like we took a lot of care in it yeah but for this we're already working like we already have like 10 new songs ready to go like we're already starting to record um i was super excited about that and i feel like what you, your question or like the process that you outlined with your question is more real to who we are now because okay. we've been uh with, with tim iskirsky coming into the band as as a drummer yeah we we're jamming more we're pushing things out we're like you know some of the songs from like the first second And third EPs, like, um, are now being rearranged. And some of them are turning into 20-minute songs that go into two different songs. And, you know, so it's like... So I I think the next album we're going to record pretty much... I think we're going to invite some people in and kind of make it a party in the studio. And and we're just going to record live off the floor with enough separation that we can, like, do some editing and and add some overdubs and layering. But it's going to be very much, like... Like let's get the let's get the juice. Like 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 that moment. Like I feel like, um, yeah. So th- I think the process that you outlined will be will be way more like we're just gonna take five or six cuts. Yeah. And and takes and then just like be like oh that one you know or like this section from this one let's stitch them together and like you know I, I still want to have a lot of composed parts but we're, it'll be it's gonna be way more jammy and not jammy in like a 25 minute guitar solo way like jammy is like group improvisational but like extension like uh like we called it making a yes album where we just say yes to things where we're like no let's like let's try things let's push things out because i feel like we're getting way really like the the band over the last couple of years, we've played like 150 shows a year and then plus we rehearse three days a week. Yeah, and yeah. we record. So we're like, I don't know, I feel like we haven't played Winnipeg since May of last year, of our own original music outside of the jazz fest, Dark right, Side the, Moon. Right, the Dark Side Moon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we haven't done Winnipeg for over a year and a half of our own music. Oh wait, no. Sorry, we we did Jazz Fest last summer of our own music, at, at, but th- what the band is from that to what it is now, I think people are gonna like really like. You know, we already have our we already have our fans in, in Winnipeg, but I think people are gonna be like, "Holy fuck!" You know, like, "Holy oh, wow!" Like, like where like where is this stuff coming from? Yeah, and it's not that it's harder. It's just like we're. I don't know. I feel like we're just like communicating just at a higher level. And, like, just making it really, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, ju- I just feel like we're, like, we, we, like, reached the next level in, in the ladder. And uh, and it feels good. And I think people are get, really going to, like, the hometown crowd that have seen us evolve over and over again yeah. are going to, like, enjoy this next level of, like, oh, these guys ain't fucking around anymore, you know? Not that we ever were, but, <laughs> you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, now you really are, too. So, with um, so with, with departures, uh, when is that actually going to be available? I know, like you said, you've had telling some on the on the tour of cities you're not going to come back to anytime yeah. soon. But for people in Winnipeg, primarily, right? When can they get their hands on that record?
1: We are officially releasing it September 22nd, which is a Friday. We're doing a listening party at No Fun Club, where like No Fun Club, yep, yep. where we recorded the album. On Sunday September 17th and it's like limited numbers but uh, we have a bunch you know like we just invited a lot of like the hardcore fans or friends and family people that have been there so and we're we actually debuting our our collaborative beer with Barnhammer I saw that today uh, on your social media
0: yeah very nice Apollo suds great name
1: yeah Uh, so we're gonna have some of that there so people if they want to come to the listening party Uh, They they can message the band. That'll be September 17th. We're going to have some of the vinyl there. And then we go on tour. And then we come back at the Goodwill. We got a double header October 19th, Thursday, which will be an earlier show. But we're going to do two sets or like one really long set. And then an opener. And then Friday, October 20th uh, is like the late night banger set. You know, like it's going to be a long set as well, but it's going to be like, Probably more high energy and cool. you know just like really yeah. And then for people yeah, who
0: so, uh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, and then we go back out on tour again.
0: Right, that's I think that's expected. <laughs> <laughs> at this point with you guys, yeah. going back on a tour, yeah.
1: <laughs> who knew? Yeah, you yeah. People are always surprised. But my, my, my friends are like, oh man, you're actually in town right now? I was like, yes, I want to have friends again. Let's <laughs> hang out.
0: Right on. Um. So for people who want to hear your music, uh, the good thing about this being a podcast, as you know, is that someone could listen the day it comes out, or they could listen a year from now, and by then, who knows what's going on with you guys as far as new music and, and shows and tours and things like right. that. What's the best way to keep track of what Apollo Suns is doing online at this point?
1: Uh you could go to apollosuns.ca, uh, and you can, um, sign up on our email list. We're always posting new music, uh, tour dates on there. Yeah. Follow us on like Instagram or, uh, what's it called? Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, you know, all the socials. We're, we're really, um, really active on uh, Instagram, uh, for the most part. We've got a YouTube email list, uh, uh you know str- all the streamers Yeah. the only D i don't think we're on is um amazon music and i just choose to keep our music off of that okay um uh, yeah but uh yeah uh yeah you can find us anywhere just google the band we're i i, I think we're like if you google paul sons we're like in the top ranking or something We well, should yet. hope so i mean
0: yeah. at this point you've been you've been you've been around long enough right
1: yeah 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 and- i been doing it long enough
0: and then for physical releases, uh, obviously once the uh once the album comes up, people can get that, presumably at shows and bandcamp or a website?
1: At shows, bandcamp, website, um yeah. Uh if you want to get it uh and have us see most of the money, shows are the best way. Bandcamp's great. Although, man, shipping stuff it's is brutal. so expensive. Absolutely brutal. It's brutal. And like I don't want to add on an extra $20 to ship something. But I also want – we need to make money off the merch. Like of It's course. one of the ways that we – it's a majority of where we make money. But it's like I don't want to charge our fans an extra $20 to ship something. So um, get it from a, get it at a show. And if, if, if you have to order off Bandcamp, that's super cool. I'm not going to charge you more. Uh, because i just want everyone to have access to our stuff if they want to support the band um yeah that yeah that's it um if you ever reach out to the band or message the band it's me who will answer um i'm very on top of that stuff because i i just love connecting with it's always nice someone's taking the time to of course you know chat with your artistic output so it's it's nice